So I, I was on Tinder, and I, I found a girl that wants to buy my Jeep. She wants to buy her Jeep oh, on Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Which is super funny, because I'm selling it anyways, and so she's, and her, her car just broke down, like, literally yesterday. Yeah, it's kind of funny, because if she buys my Jeep, then it's funny, because I'll have sold my Jeep from Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Man, I need to get on Tinder. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Make some money. I'm Ryan Evelyn. I'm Tyler Deer. And you're listening to Date Yourself. Davis from Arizona is currently a programmer for Amazon. He'll tell you a little bit more about that, but he has been so influential in my life that I've changed my major and completely changed the way I think about work and success in life. Gabe, we're happy to have you on the show, my man. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, dude. We'll just get on to the first question here. So what drives you to rise and grind? So this one's super interesting, actually. And so this is one of the things that I'm a little bit more passionate about. I think you can only rise and grind when you're loving what you're doing. So to give you some background, in high school, I, 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 I didn't love school. School was not my thing. So it was hard for me to wake up early. It was hard for me to work on homework. I never did my homework. I was a C student. Anyways, but after, so after that, right, stuff happened and I come back here. Now I'm working on this Amazon Alexa thing. I'm doing my thing. I work on my own terms, my own hours because it's my thing. And so so I, I think it really depends on if you really love what you're doing. Because for me, I don't, I don't go to work. Like this sounds weird, but so Avengers Endgame came out yesterday, right? I was bummed that I had to leave work to go see Avengers Endgame, even though I've been looking for this movie for nine months. And so I, I, I was still bummed to go there. Like, I'm always bummed when I leave work just because there's so much fulfillment. So I think it's more over, if you find what you really like to do, you're not working. It's like, it's like a hobby. It's, it's really cool, actually. Because then you just see this constant progression, constant progression, and that's all you're thinking about. And so it becomes more of a, it becomes more of a trade, more of a, a thing that you're constantly thinking about because it's what you love. It's super, it's super weird. So but it's the coolest thing when you find it. You're saying the reason you can only get up and rise and grind and work so hard like you are is if you are finding things that you enjoy doing. I know that, I know that sounds super cliche and super normal and, and everyone really talks about this, right? But for, for me, it's not a matter of, oh man, I, I have to wake up in five hours and go work. It's moreover, I wake up because I can't sleep because... I'm only thinking about this. So for, for example, with this, right? So with the Alexa project that I'm working on right now, we're designing Alexa skills for realtors at the current moment. And so with that, I, I love what we're, we're, what we're trying to build. I love the vision that we're going towards. And so the reason why I'm able to do this is because, because I, I love what we're doing. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that, that does make sense. So that kind of brings up an interesting thought and just like to help the listeners and everyone out there understand a little bit better of how you got there. Yeah. How did you end up taking the first steps to getting yourself towards this project and the knowledge you have to work with Amazon? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, What got you started with everything you're doing? So it, it all started a while ago. It started when I – so I first I had to learn how to program. So – my senior year of high school, I learned how to program from Mountainland Applied Technology College, got a certificate, whatever nonsense, right? Anyways, and so I learned how to program, which was cool. And then I started working for my dad. And when I was working for my dad, there was these Amazon buttons. Like they, they'll have a Red Bull button. 
You'll press the red button, then all of a sudden the red bull comes to your house from Amazon. Cool, right? Anyways, and so we found one that was programmable. And so my dad told me, because he thought it was going to take me three months, he said, all right, in the next three months, I'll give you two grand if you can do this process, right? The process was just picking up a package from a realtor's office. Anyways, so long story short, three months turns into three hours on the way to the airport, and I programmed it on the way to the airport. So I made... Two grand, and I think it was actually two and a half hours for that. And so that's yeah. that, that's what started. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that, that's what started me understanding the interface. And so then fast forward two years, right, come back to Arizona to work for my dad. Um, I started doing the Alexa thing because I was the only programmer that on the team and that was familiar with it. I, I was the main stack developer, so I was familiar with those languages. Anyways, and so what ended up happening was I started programming for Alexa. We did it. We did it just in-house, only the employees only, but we bought 100 Alexas, right? Then we bought 100 Alexas, and all of a sudden, Amazon starts emailing my dad, right? And he's, they're like, hey, so what, what's going on? And he's like, ah, they're just trying to sell stuff. He's just, they're just trying to sell me more nonsense. And so they keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So long story short, two days later, Amazon flies in and talks with us for like eight hours. Talks with us for eight hours. We show them our stuff. So uh, they say things like, nobody does this in the, in the whole country. You guys are, are ahead of even the biggest names like Johnson & Johnson. Just as far as how we're innovating, we got into it. Now we have a weekly call with Amazon. I've got some of them on text basis. And so, yeah, they're writing custom stuff for us to help make it better. I hope all this makes sense. I hope all this makes sense. Sometimes when I program too much and too many days in a row, I get like, my verbiage gets confusing. But <laughs> No, that's uh, totally cool. Wait, Gabe, just for the audience, how old are you? I'm 21. I just turned 21 like four days ago. Oh, good for you, dude. So you're still pretty Guess what I do on my 21st birthday? Worked on the Alexa project. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So you have obviously a lot of experience with with what you're doing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's it's super cool to hear how integrated and how awesome and how lucky you got. What we're talking about here on a little bit on this podcast and the episode before is how mm-hmm. everyday people, maybe college students who really don't have a focus on their life or they have something that maybe they want to go do and pursue, but they don't have the drive to go do it. We're interviewing you because we've obviously see that you have an obvious drive, like to wake up early, to work hard, to get it done and to become better at what you're doing. Like, I guess mm-hmm. what makes your rise and grind different from someone else's? just like the average person's? I think I know the answer. I think what it is is, I think for me, if I don't have the right five people around me in my life, I get suffocated and and I I can't do what I do. So for example, I I, I moved recently, I moved, and in the place I used to live, it was was a lot harder to rise and grind. I was a lot lazier. Same person, same personality, same experience. It was so much harder. And so that's why I I kept trying to figure out what I was going to do, what I was going to do. For me, what happens is in my life when I look back, I've always just noticed, and it, it, this is this is hard. This is not easy, but you have to do it. It like I've I've always cut the negative people out of my life. No longer, no matter how long I know them. When, when, when you're cutting out like your your guy friend, it's hard because you've known them so long, and all of a sudden you just don't hang out with them anymore. So, I think I think that's what that's the key. No matter what, I always make sure the five people around me are positive people that are pushing me forward 
they're they have bigger goals than me so is that what the biggest difference was from where you moved to when you moved to arizona that is the difference interesting so it's like a gym buddy though like like it, it sounds weird in that context but think about the gym it, it's so much easier to go to the gym when you have a gym buddy yeah that's true i think if you know what you want to do and you're not doing it i think that's the reason because of the five people around you it's hard because the five people around you that are probably making it not work are like ah yeah but no it's okay like they they, they act super understanding Mm-hmm. Uh, about why it's not going to work versus when you're showing yourself around the people that do make things work, they're like, hey, man, get up and go. And you're like, freak, all right, okay. It's different. It's weird. But then, then you go and you get excited and you get fulfillment and you learn new things. So obviously when you get those negative people in your life, you cut them out and you do that. But sometimes it's not the people that are difficult. It's maybe the situation you're in. How do you navigate out of those disappointments and and get to where you're successful. Move states. Move, move states. Move states. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do something. Move. Move. Get out. Give him the middle finger. Go. Go away. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If you want a Jurassic Brazil, you have to make a drastic change. I, it's, I don't think it's that complicated. That's profound. I'm going to say that's profound. That's pretty so, solid, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because I literally did that. So cool, cool. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty binary in my head. <laughs> I, I think I think I think people just make it hard because it, it gives them more comfort room, more cushion room of why it's not working. For sure, but yeah. I mean, it's like like for me, I don't think I'm smarter than most people. I think that the the one difference that I have is I'll try something, it doesn't work, and I'll try another thing. But it doesn't work, and I'll try another thing. Dude, eventually I'm gonna get lucky enough and get it right. Mm-hmm. Like when other programmers look at my code, they're like, "Man, this sucks." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I'm not a good programmer, but it doesn't matter because I work 16 hours a day." <laughs> dude are you not sleeping what's going on there dude i don't sleep because i'm from freaking driven the only times i sleep is when i'm not motivated to do the next thing in the morning because it's not work it's weird like the your basic primitive needs of like sleeping and eating like i'll forget to eat for a full day i'm not kidding i don't know what's going on but like i will literally not eat and then i'll, I'll come home and i'm like man i have a grueling headache what's going on i realized i didn't <laughs> eat i didn't eat the whole day and so I'm not saying don't eat. I'm not saying don't sleep. I'm saying make sure the 16 hours you are awake on a full eight hours of sleep, what are you doing there? Dude, I'm not sure that's healthy that's if you're question. not eating or sleeping. Those are kind of the necessities, right? Yeah, you, you need to do those. I'm not saying don't do those. But like I, I think more than, more than I'm worried about how, how long people are sleeping, I'm worried about what they're doing while they're awake. Fair enough. I like that a lot. So if someone wants to be a grinder, what is the number one piece of advice you would give them? Number one piece of advice, this is what I think will will help. I would say find someone that's either where you want to go, that, that's already made it there, quote unquote made it, but or find someone that, that's that's going that direction, that has some momentum. I say find someone like that. And find a way to provide value to them um, and meet with them on a weekly basis. Now, you can provide value literally by being their gym buddy. Right? It doesn't have to be complicated. So, but I would say find some kind of sum that you can do with them once a week. Just that way you're hanging out with them once a week. So you're pretty much I think, saying... I think it, I'm sorry to, to interrupt. But no, 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 no. Go, go ahead. You're pretty much saying like that common quote, it's not what you know necessarily, but who you know. Do you, would you think that's more of the success factor? Oh, dude, that's everything. 
that's been for you? Okay. Yeah, like I, I, I think ninety-eight percent of the listeners are smarter than me. I, I think it's who you know. You're smarter than two percent, then. That's good news. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> saying that, it's like, I'm going to wrap up an idea here too. With how much you're working, do you really have a lot of social interaction or are you by yourself most of the time? Um, I'd say I have a lot of social interaction, but it's not like parties, right? Because I'm at work. For example, one program with Ryan Orgel, they'll come in town and, and we'll work 18 hour days, like three days in a row. And so I have social interaction, but not in, in masses. It'll be like two or three people. I'm always with at least one or two other people all day long that I'm talking with. And then we'll, we'll go out and about and talk to other realtors that we know. And so I, I, I'd, say, I'd say I have a decent amount, but it's definitely not like college. It's not like college. It's not like high school. But yeah, I'd say, I, I'd say my – it sounds weird, but I, I think my social life has actually improved. Because of how hard you're working so, the people you're bringing along with you. Yeah, I'm in the situation I want to be in. I, I don't want to be in the school situation. I'm not, I'm not back in school. I think college is great for, for most people. I just don't think it's good for me. So for, for me, like the, in, in that kind of circumstance, I don't do well in social interactions. You put me in a work environment, I can crush it. Yeah, I feel you on that. Well, hey, man, we really appreciate you being on the show. We're, it looks like we're out of time here, but we've really enjoyed your insights on how working hard has really benefited you and and the process of rising and grinding. So thank you so much. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. For sure, Gabe. You have been awesome.